Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical, and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, real quick, before we get to today's episode, I want to remind you to check out my new book, Single on Purpose, part memoir from all my singlehood journeys, but also real life stories from clients. I think you will find it entertaining and also helpful, not just if you're single, but also if you're in a relationship, because this book is not an anti-relationship book. It's a pro-relationship with yourself. Connect to yourself first. Check out Single on Purpose. It is time to give singlehood a cape because it's been vilified for so long. Imagine if one day you woke up and you lost your logic, like how many lose their vision or um, their hearing. What if you lost your logic, which prevented you from being in your head and also um, only believing what you can see? As you know that when you lose one one sense, like uh, let's say if you lost your vision, all your other senses uh, heighten, right? If you lost your logic, you would focus more on what you feel. You would focus more on intuition. You would sharpen your radar when it comes to um, things like energy and the flow of life and I really think that our logic is what bogs us down. Um, And when I say logic, I mean our thoughts, everything in between our ears. Um, And it prevents us from living. So what it does is it puts us into time machines and we are always obsessing about the future, dwelling about the past. And it puts us into a subtle panic state. And I think that when we are in that state, it's really almost impossible to hit flow. Uh, I talk a lot about flow. Um, One of the things that Bruce Lee said, which is one of my favorite quotes, and it's really simple, is, is to be like water. And I think there's so much truth in that because there is flow in everything. There's flow in our lives. There is flow in nature you know the the uh, the waves, the ocean, the seasons. There's an ebb and flow in the universe, and I think that there's flow uh, within us, and I think there's flow in our lives. But we refuse to see it or feel it because of our logic, right? Because we don't, because we're not able to see it. Um, literally, we don't believe in it. And so, what if? You didn't pull from logic. What if you had to trust how you felt or what you felt? And whether it was about a, um, a person or was it maybe it was about something that happened. Uh, maybe there is a fork in the road and you have to choose a path. Uh, maybe you have to make a decision. And instead of uh, looking at a, uh, a checkbox or an old blueprint or thinking from a logical place, What would it feel like to try to feel through your decision and make your decision based on um, what feels honest to you? I guarantee you that many people would make very different choices. And I think that most of us would be happier if we didn't pull from our logic. I think most of us would have less anxiety. I think that, um, you know, Joseph Campbell talks about following your bliss. I think logic prevents that. And I think if we just 
did what we felt was honest to us and what we really desired, um, we would follow our, our bliss. You know, it's, it's usually logic and um, things that, that, that we can't uh, put together in our head or things that don't make sense to us because we don't see them. Those are what creates ceilings, but also... I think I think that's what grays us out, you know. I think that's what turns uh, life into existence. So instead of actually living, uh, we are now existing because we're such logical creatures. And I think that we're not meant to be logical creatures. So here's the thing, and here's what I've been really working on is, and and this is all tied into things like meditation and mindfulness. Um, the reason why people want us to practice those things. Is because it it creates a speed bump. It creates distance between us and our thoughts, right? Uh, and, and our thoughts and our logic and all of that is what sucks us into the riptide, the quicksand, um, the trenches. And then suddenly uh, to deal with that panic and anxiety, we're going to cope. And the way that we cope because we don't like to feel is through our vices, right? So now we're either drinking um Whatever your vice is, food, ice cream, I don't know, sex, gambling, you know, and then suddenly we have addictions, etc. So take a deep breath. Um, I think the first alignment, the first connection is going to always be with you. And what I mean by connecting to you is actually um, to connect to your breath, to connect to and notice how you are uh, in your body, right? Whether there's comfort or discomfort. Um, be aware of your soul. Be aware of your energy. Like a lot of people don't even use these words in their vocabulary. Um, and so this may be new for you. I mean, it's definitely new for me. In the last, I think, three years, um, I've been really leaning into and also trying to practice uh, the self-alignment Um and being aware of energy, trying to feel other people's energy, trying to feel energy of the universe and the energy of um, my story, the energy of um, my state, you know, and that fluctuates daily. So if I decided to not pull from logic, you know, let's say I was to turn that faucet off and I was just trying to focus on um, this flow state, getting to tap into the flow of life and what's happening around me and um, being a, a an instrument, right? Like, so the way that you tune yourself so you can tap into this flow uh, and things kind of happen effortlessly. Uh, and, and, and this is everything from, from, from who you're supposed to meet to opportunities uh, and suddenly stars line up is, I think, first that connection to, to self, right? So getting very quiet, distancing yourself from your thoughts. Um, that's the shit that, that, that is always going to bog us down, right? So, so whether you use med meditation or you do what I do and you go on long motorcycle rides or some people use fitness, uh, some people do yoga, whatever it is that you need to do um, to create that stillness and that distance between you and your thoughts so you are no longer pulling from um, what was or what will be, you know, and all the cognitive distortions uh, to start pulling from your truth 
to and again trying to make you a an instrument so you can uh, tap into the flow of life and go down a path where your life feels effortless and i'm not saying that life is easy that's not what i'm saying um but I think that we make life a lot more difficult than it needs to be, you know. Uh, and so creating distance from, from our thoughts, right? Connecting and realigning with yourself. Um, being aware of how you feel and why and accepting, right? Uh, and even if it's things like shame and guilt and, and these bad feelings, allowing yourself to feel them so it flows through you. Most of us suppress those feelings and they turn into stones and, and, and then they, they, they harden and they're inside of us and it turns into resentment and we just, you know, it's just very heavy. Um, and because of that, we start reacting and we're, our bodies turn tense, right? That's disconnecting with ourselves. So connecting with ourselves, aligning with ourselves means to allow, to allow yourself to feel, allow ourselves to feel. And also getting quiet and noticing and experiencing the things that are happening uh, to you, around you, the people that you're meeting, and uh, really observing and um, pulling from not a logical place, from but from a feeling-based um, place. So like, you know, how does someone's energy make you feel, Right. Uh, if you guys are uh, dating or if you're uh, single and, you know, like we're so used to just um, looking at someone and wondering if there's attraction or uh, reviewing someone's resume, you know, and if that makes sense or, you know, all that. And, and I'm not saying those things aren't important, but what if you focused on that being next to you and experiencing and noticing the energy between you guys um, the energy that togetherness creates, right? All of the stuff that you can't really see but you can feel. Um, I'm telling you your lenses and your perspective on how you view the world would change. And I think that the more you lean into tuning and aligning with yourself um, and then after that aligning with other people because I believe that we are all connected and then aligning with the universe. So like those three things. So first with yourself and then other people and then the universe and doing it not one time but as a practice, as a way of life, uh, then I think you start hitting these flow states and I think they come and go, right? And I think the more we practice it, like pedaling a bike, uh, they become more consistent. I know that in my life, um, recently, especially in the last year, uh, I've been noticing a lot of serendipity, noticing things um, that one can argue is just coincidence or one can argue that, uh, you know, I'm crazy. <laughs> but if I choose to um, notice something as a wink from the universe or as a sign that I'm going in the right direction, um, or if I have a feeling that tells me that I'm tapping into the flow of life and my story and where I'm supposed to go, um, it lowers my anxiety and it makes me feel like I'm on the right path. Uh, then you kind of become a conduit, you know? And I think that when you can get to that place, there, there's greater things that are going to work through you. And I think that's where your, your, your gifts are going to shine the brightest, you know? I don't think it's, it's, it's when you are holding on to things and trying to force life through your 
uh, maze that you've created since you were a kid, which was designed by parents and society and billboards and advertising, um, you you are not stronger than the universe and <laughs> what you were meant to do, right? And I think in order for us to go down the path that we were meant to, it's not about achievement and it's not about crossing uh, a to-do list. I think it's about changing our state, aligning and connecting with ourselves, with other people, with the universe, and tapping into this idea of flow. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that, and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.